It is the third episode. My name is Josh, and it is Stick to Sports 412. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm here with a special guest today, coming from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Alex Abramson. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Um, Alex, if you want to plug your Instagram right now, let's just cool. do this. My Instagram is Alex underscore K dot A underscore. And you can find him on Instagram. And do yes. you have any other uh, social media? Do you have Twitter, Facebook? I, I don't have any Twitter or Facebook. I have a Good. website, don't. which is basically just alexabramson.com. It has some of the the creative ventures that I've done, whether it's music or photography. And yeah, just little links to that. You're also you the co, uh, co-founder of Incubator Comics, aren't you? In a way, yeah. I was. Uh, I mean, Isaac, Isaac is the that. true founder. I, uh, I hopped on. I might be the second founder, if anything. We kind of co-ventured it at one point. And uh, yeah, I've contributed creative uh, content for the whole Incubator venture. Eventually, we'll have to get Alex, or not Alex, Isaac on the show. I would love to yeah. get him Oh, here. yeah, that would be an interesting episode. Isaac can, Isaac can talk. You know, you can get started and, and yeah, but today, stop. T- today's show, um, thanks to Roland and Andrew a couple weeks ago, they gave me some brilliant ideas. One of them was uh, a quick quotes quiz, and another one is going to be doing a rapid-fire pinball game. So cool. what I have planned, and this is going to be down the line too, so out of all my guests, I want to have a pinball tournament where the top five or ten scores are going to compete for a prize at the end. So... Based on the quick quotes quiz and even the questions that I'm going to be asking you during pinball, whatever you get wrong or right can easily affect your score. Okay. So you better be on your game later I'm on, today. I'll be on my game. So you don't, you mean like not that pinball machine? Yeah, that pinball machine. That pinball We're going to be playing on this pinball machine. Oh, wow. Um, and then you really should get yep. Isaac in here because he's like a pinball fiend. You're going to have to be um, prepared because the balls go fast and the moment if you lose track of it, you're going to yeah. be losing that ball. Am so. I going to be answering questions at the same time as I'm hitting the pinball? Absolutely. I have some right. questions for you. I'm going to be rapid-firing some good questions for you, but cool. we'll get into that later. Um, so, Alex, you work at Prohibition Pastry, so I I'm going to give that a shout-out right now. I do. Thank you. It's yeah. lo- located on Reynolds Street. On Reynolds, right next to the Frick Park Market, across from Starrett. We have alcohol-themed uh, pastries, which is uh, kind of hence the name Prohibition. Whether it's like whiskey or stout, gin, rum, wine, some form of alcohol is used in pretty much everything that we make there. What's the best uh, pastry that you guys have there? Well, I really like the sticky buns. They're good. You get them fresh out of the oven, and it's just pretty much, yeah, it's, it's like a bite of heaven. You also got to wash your face afterwards just because it's, it's, it's pretty messy. Uh, we have good savory stuff, too. We have this, uh, these little hand pies. They're based off of Cornish pasties. And uh, they look like big empanadas, if you don't know what a Cornish pasty is. And my favorite flavor of that is the ham brie and fig, which is really good. It's ham, brie cheese, and port fig, which has kind of like a little savory-sweet combination. It's delicious. I recommend it. Now, there's a lot of bakeries in Pittsburgh. There and- are. I feel like, especially in Point Breeze, I mean, there's the Five Points Bakery and then there's Prohibition. Yeah. I, I think Pittsburgh's very good with their bakeries in oh, general. Oh, we definitely are. We have so much great options. Especially around this area, there's good. I mean, Five Points is more of a bread bakery. Absolutely. And, and you guys and we're do more, more pastries. pastries. Yeah. So it's, it's good. We're, we're close to each other, but our specialties are in 
two different things. Now we have bread too, and it's good. But I mean, Five Points Bakery's bread is is pretty spectacular. So I'm not I, gonna. I really like the the fact that Pittsburgh does have these like, in, especially who doesn't know the city. We have a lot of different neighborhoods. We do, and you have a lot of different you know people who live in these neighborhoods. For example. Bloomfield has a lot of Italians, but you know, Regent Square Point Breeze, Regent Square Point Breeze, it's kind of hard to peg like the type of people who live there. But I mean, you grew up around yeah. the area, right? Yeah, uh, I would say that. I mean, it's a little different now than when it was when we were growing up. Now, I would say it's a little bit more of just like you know, young families of with white collar professions that are transplants from other cities mixed with older families who are probably people that are grandparents now of or soon to be grandparents you know the parents and families and friends of people that we knew growing up what do you uh, like most about living in the area i like the park uh yeah the the parks are great frick park homewood cemetery it's kind of like it's just a nice place to just you know go and relax and you know think walk and on your Enjoy on your some nature you on know? your Instagram, you have a lot of photos of you know the surrounding areas. Like, yeah, what kind of yeah. got you into that? Well, my mom's a photographer, and uh, so I always kind of had photography as a part of my life as, since I was a little kid. For a long time, I kind of just you know was resistant to doing that because you know she's a photographer, and I was like, I don't want to do anything like that. But then. I started working at filmmakers, and I could take free photography classes just by working there. So I took one, and uh, yeah, it just kind of developed a liking to it. And I've always loved Pittsburgh. I think we have an interesting area. I think visually, we have a very interesting-looking, unique place, considering we're in Appalachia. we got the rivers. We've got the old industry. So yeah, I've just... it's 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 not your typical city as far as like topographically and visually, culturally, you could say, historically. I don't know. Yeah. We're just different. We're not like Los Angeles or Chicago as far as what what you'll look. We're not like a flat pancake of a city. We're, uh, We're this little kind of collection of small Appalachian towns mixed with kind of like a weird East Coast vibe to it. So, yeah. What's your favorite place in the city to, you know, take photographs? Uh, it it varies. I kind of like the the Mon Valley with the old industrial sections. There's I, a lot of yeah, cool yeah places down there. You have the old steel mills. You get the old mills. There's a lot of cool structures, things like that. I like Polish Hill because it's just a very Pittsburgh neighborhood. It's got good views. It's got good, you know, architecture with the the immaculate Heart of Mary Church, and it's got a yeah. It's just a very classic Pittsburgh place. I, I pretty much, I like to take pictures anywhere, really. I try to find stuff that I don't want to say people don't see, but I like to try to look at things from a different perspective and try to capture an image from something that even I wouldn't notice walking by it a bunch of times. I'll try to just snag something out of the blue. And that's what I think we need more in life. Like people who just kind of think outside the box to find something different and show that to the world because I think generally speaking a lot of people will just kind of take the easy road in photography and just take the easy shots, but you're kind of going out of the box in that. 
Well, as far as like, you know, basic photography goes, yeah, I would say a lot of your average person with a camera is just going to take the basic shot. You know, they might do the skyline, they might do a nice bridge or, you know, a tree-laden promenade in the park. I don't know, all that typical stuff that you you'll see in like your typical Instagram hashtag photography, but uh I don't know. I I know a lot of photographers that that go outside the box on that whether it's just uh you know, they're messing with color tones or or just the composition-wise and the content of the of what they choose to photograph. There's there's a lot of crazy stuff you can do with photography and it's it's it, it all it it impresses me a lot and it inspires me to, you know, try to you know, stay inventive and yeah besides photography you you said that you know you have your own kind of music yeah thing. yeah what do you do with that yeah i'm a hip-hop artist i've been doing that a lot longer and i've been doing photography i've been doing that since i was a teenager work with some uh local artists and producers who happen to be very good friends of mine and we have uh we have good chemistry it's it's nice we we've pretty much been able to craft a, a sound that we all like and uh Considering how we're all pretty decent friends with each other, we can go at each other's necks and, you know, argue and, you know, really shoot ideas down and not take things personally. So it's, 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 it, it works out pretty well like that. Who are your influences in hip-hop? Uh, I like a lot of, uh, you know, classic East Coast New York hip-hop from the 90s, whether it's like Nas or Mob Deep, Gangstar. Uh, I like the Wu-Tang Clan a lot, all the individual artists in that collective, which are all, they're pretty, they're, it's just an insane group. I also like a lot of West Coast hip-hop, more like the underground type of West Coast hip-hop. And uh, you got like Dilated Peoples and uh, People Under the Stairs, Blue in Exile, I could name names all day long, really. So there's a lot yeah. of really good, I think, up and coming, you know, artists, especially like in Pittsburgh. You have all these places around the city where you know they feature all these, you know, young talent. Um, you know, Mr. Small Cedar and oh, you know, yeah. a bunch yeah. of places. Have you ever been approached or thought about going to any of these places and you know doing any shows? A little bit. I mean, I've performed at like dive bars and. And just little random events and things like that. But uh, ever since the Shadow Lounge closed down, Pittsburgh's hip-hop scene has really kind of lost its home base. So, it, it's tough. I mean, yeah. it's it, not really like a genre of music that people are like jumping to get on board to like, oh, let's have a, a, a show with a, a long lineup of hip-hop artists. Like the, the hip-hop shows in Pittsburgh, they're, they're either really small or if there is a uh, decent-sized one, it, it doesn't happen very often. Maybe once a month or once every couple months. Like, yeah. I think I, I think Pittsburgh's very... In terms of music, I mean, we have... There's a lot of famous artists from here. I mean, you have Mac Miller, who is from here. Um, Dea, she went to Mount Lebanon, I believe. Um, Christina Aguilera. So many... Yeah, you got Wiz Khalifa, too. People There's from all... the city have turned, like, you know, into musicians. Um there was a couple who were featured on The Voice who were from the city. And it, it just shows, like, as a city, we have so much, you know, there's so many great people, and we offer a lot to the world, and it's great to have. I love it. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, with all due respect to Pittsburgh, though, every city has talent. Very true. But uh, 
yeah, we're, I mean, it's nice that we do have some people that have been able to break through, all things considered. We're kind of located geographically at a spot where it's like, we're not really a destination. You know, we're up and coming. We still have a population decline. And we're not really a spot that people want to come to because we're not really on that East Coast circuit. We're not really in the Midwestern circuit. We're not in the Southern circuit. So it's kind of, yeah, we're just in like that no man's land. Just wait till global warming. A lot, of, uh, a lot of people's tours and things like that. Wait till global warming takes out the whole East Coast. We'll be the coastal yeah, city. Yeah, that's know? true. We'll be, the, we'll be the new capital. Oh, man. I, I don't even want to think about that. But I think about it. I think it would be cool. Besides, um, you know, music and entertainment, you follow soccer. You're a Tottenham fan. Yeah. What yeah. kind of got you into Tottenham? FIFA. <laughs> I mean, as an American, you can only really, with very little connection to London and European soccer, you pretty much just kind of find your fandom drifting towards whatever attracts you in the ways that it does. And for me, it was FIFA. And uh, I just started playing with Tottenham at one point. I liked the players they had on their team. I liked their jerseys. And one thing led to another, and I became a fan. Where do you so, go to watch the games around the city? Uh, I'll go to Piper's. I'll go to this place called Lot 17 in Bloomfield. They play games. Uh, I'll just go to friends' houses for the most part and just either stream it or watch it. I know my friend Diego had Goal TV for a little bit. You could watch a lot of good soccer games on that. They have some good funny announcers, too. I'll have to watch that. Yeah, yeah. There's one guy, uh, uh, his name is slipping my mind, but he's this British guy who's, like, so ecstatic. Every little thing that happens is just like he's, like, jumping out of his shoes with a... You know what I everything. don't like? I, I mean, I feel like Americans in general don't like... I mean, I think soccer is hard for Americans, especially because, like, we have these high-scoring sports like hockey, baseball, football, and they just all want to see scoring, scoring, when soccer is a very low-scoring yeah. sport. I wouldn't really call hockey a high-scoring sport. It has a lot of more action than soccer, though, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, in a way. You got the hits. And it's I close quarters. There's a lot of fight. There's, yeah, fighting. there's fighting. But I feel like in soccer in general, I just don't know how Americans stack up to the rest of the world compared to like their viewership. I know the MLS is pretty popular, but we don't yeah. have that in the city. We have the Hounds who we are do have the Hounds. decent. I mean, yeah. I haven't been to a game. I've, been, I've tailgated for a game. I've been to a River Hounds game years ago back when they were at like uh, Chartiers Valley Stadium or some, some <laughs> suburban high school that. stadium that they played as their home field. Yeah, it was it was it was funny. But I didn't pay any attention to the game at all. Do you feel like though, in general, though speaking in terms of soccer, do you feel like Americans just don't feel the passion in terms of like watching that sport compared to any other sport in the world? Uh, absolutely. I mean, we're not. It's, soccer really isn't rooted in America the same way that the other sports are rooted here, like baseball or football or basketball. Even hockey, it's probably like the fourth sport in America as far as popularity goes. NASCAR's a very big popular yeah. sport here. Well, that. that's because there's it's this is America. I would love we got to go cars, to we got sport. hillbillies. You know, NASCARs is not going anywhere. I, I have you ever been to a NASCAR race? I have not been to a NASCAR race. I know, I I know they have the Pocono, I think five hundred or whatever it's called. I would love to go to that. That would be something really fun to do. I just feel like it wouldn't be that interesting to watch a car go around a track. 
a hundred times. But you kind of times. expect like, like crashes like that. It's I don't like, want to see drama. Yeah, I but know. I don't want to see someone potentially like get decapitated by a, or like burn in flames. And I watch. I watch. I'll Netflix. I'll find a movie with The Rock in it if I want to see something <laughs> like that. Oh man, Hobbs and Shaw. Or, I know. haven't. I, I've never. I have not seen that yet. I know. I want to see it. Like it. But uh, I'm. I, I haven't yet. I'm a procrastinator when it comes to that type of stuff. So. I've, I've actually have yet to see like there's so many movies I've yet to see. I've yet to see the Avengers. I I've yet seen to any see Captain Marvel. I have yet to see like the Lion King for crying out loud. I mean, I'm just like waiting yeah. until they all get on like Voodoo or Netflix. I haven't seen any of those either. I think the only Marvel movies I've seen are the first Iron Man, uh, Doctor Strange, and Guardians of the Galaxy two. Are you telling just, me that you're a not a Marvel fan? What are I'm not not a Marvel fan. I just those movies are just you know not really my cup of tea. I guess you could say are, it's like I don't know. It's like too much bang, not enough attention span. What type of movies are you into? Uh, so I I kind of vary between movies that. I've probably already seen a bunch of times and newer movies that kind of have the same type of shock value and characteristics to those old movies that I've, I've liked. So I, I, I was pretty much a fan of like the 80s and 90s hard action movies. Like Die Hard. Die, Die Hard, Hard Such Schwarzenegger, uh, Jackie Chan was my, my childhood favorite. Uh, yeah, pretty much that type of stuff. Yeah, just and all the random stuff in between, like the John Carpenter films and Ooh. Indiana Jones. I heard they were making like, like remaking Wars. an Indiana Jones movie or yeah, something. Yeah, they shouldn't. They, they shouldn't. I don't know. They should just let it be. They try. They remade the fourth one, which was which was. It wasn't the. It wasn't as bad, in my opinion, as everyone said it was. I mean, it was corny. Don't get me wrong, but it still had Harrison Ford in it. I didn't. Really, I don't really like Shia LaBeouf very much. I don't think That's anyone really likes Shia yeah. LaBeouf that much. And uh, he was just kind of a clown in that movie. <laughs> and, oh man! Yeah, he had the scene where he's like doing a split between one leg on one moving car, the other leg on another moving car, and he's like sword fighting against someone on each car. It's just like, dude, come on. Oh. But uh, yeah. Even still, it still had the music. It still had John Williams's. John Williams yeah. is such an. I think yeah, a he's, lot he's of people. Great. Don't appreciate. I feel like I they just underappreciate his work. He was ama- like amazing. I mean, he is when he amazing. Does. He is amazing. When he, he is does. amazing. Yeah. I know the uh, the pops concerts. They used to have like a John Williams night, and like all of his movie works, like ET. Like it was just incredible at the Pittsburgh Pops. And I don't know if they do that now at Heinz Hall, but I they. Think, I think still they, do those they still do. Themes. Like I know that the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. And that that orchestra does like a touring thing. I don't know if it's like a constant tour, but I know they've come here a couple times, and that's something I've always wanted to see because I personally think that soundtrack is the best soundtrack to any movie that's ever been created. I think I can they made like they made like nine hours worth wow. of of music for it, and they got to the point where it's just like if you actually know the story, they have each region of the the book, each you know chapter and part has its own song that corresponds to it. So then you kind of, you hear the individual songs and it kind of takes you to that part of Middle Earth. Have so you, um, I'm a nerd like that, so I can, I could break that down. I could talk all day about that. <laughs> Have you been to the, uh, the symphony recently at all? No, I haven't, I haven't been to the, the symphony in years. I've been to Heinz Hall 
to see something that wasn't classical, and that was, I think, in like ninth grade. Yeah, but but before I, I yeah, I haven't really been to anything since I saw like fiddlesticks or something as a kid. For those who haven't been to the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra, I recommend it because there's you can actually get pretty cheap tickets through discounts and other websites, and there's so many great like acts and like just listening to like Beethoven or whomever. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's wonderful, true. and the building's beautiful. And that's the great thing about Pittsburgh. I think the cultural district in general, like we have a, such like so many great theaters and a lot of good like plays come out. And I love. Oh, it we about definitely the city. do. We definitely do. It. Granted, we're never the we're not like you said we're never the first destination for it. We're always catching. We're always like the you know the seventh or eighth spot on the tour. But uh, yeah, we do. We got the Benedum. We have the Byam Heinz Hall. Cultural district's really gotten a lot better over the years. I remember at one point when downtown was just not a very good spot to be after, like, 5 o'clock and the workday ended. That's like the south side now. Yeah. Well, I mean, the south side is just, it's a different kind of not want to be. The south side's just an obnoxious place. Downtown was pretty much just like a wasteland where it's just you had, like, junkies and homeless people. But now it's like with the cultural district and Market Square, it's really, you know, liven the place up a little bit so it's like and we have more events like we'll have like that that jazz festival on liberty oh i've never that been happens that. uh yeah they like shut down a block of liberty avenue and put a stage on either side of that so it's pretty cool it's like when you got the two stages on either side of the block when one act on one stage performs and then they stop it's usually only like five or ten minutes before the another act on the other stage starts going and yeah. while that act is performing the other stage is like setting up for the the one to follow, so it's pretty much like you pretty much just turn from one side to another, and you you're never really waiting for too long. So it's pretty cool. One of my favorite things in downtown, especially they do, is the art festival. I mean, I love going every year, and like the, you have the food trucks and the booths of all the artists, local artists. I mean, that, that's something I, it's so enjoyable every June to go to. I just wish they had more of that, like every like you know year. Um, yeah, I, I felt that way at one point. But I, that's the, maybe it's the cynical artist in me. I mean, I enjoy it when the weather's nice. I like going down there and uh, just hanging out on that lawn. And uh, I remember I actually have a friend who, a hip-hop artist who performed at it a couple years ago. And he kept swearing on stage. And they <laughs> shut his set down early and told him he wasn't allowed to come back. So that was, that was, that was kind of entertaining. I, I was reading something the other day about how Pittsburgh's like ranked in like the top 10 in farmer's markets. Oh yeah, I work farmers markets. So and we have good ones. We, we have, have good some, ones. Like really, yeah. we have a night market in Squirrel Hill. Like we have a lot of good ones around the city, and like I love it. It's yeah. great to have. Yeah, the Bloomfield Farmers Market's definitely, I think, the best. What makes it the best? Just has good vendors. It's a good turnout. It's at a nice location. Saturday morning, early afternoon. It's popular. It's, we uh, we have a, a friend who sells standing. candles um, at the Lawrenceville um, Farmers Market. So. And I could t- I could tag her in the uh, yeah. post as well. I think there's just so many like different opportunities for small businesses to, you know, sell their products, and it's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's a good. I mean, that's that's where it comes down to the whole like neighborhoodiness of the city. You can have all these little individual farmers markets that correspond to each area that attract people from, you know, different places in town. Like, so you don't have to go very far. You can just wait for your day to come around, and then you can just go to that market. 
I like the neighbor uh, the word neighborhoody. Yeah, I don't even know if it's a real word, but yeah, but I don't know. But you know what? Here's and we're back here live with the rapid pinball game. And what we're doing now is Alex is going to play Attack from Mars, the game we have here. You have to get the highest score. So we'll give you ball one and two without any questions. Or I'll ask some rapid fire, just easy questions. So go ahead, push start, and here we go. Right to the left here. You're right here. Here we go. Alex is up. Ball one. Alex, pizza, favorite pizza type? Uh, good pizza. What's your favorite type? Cheese, pepperoni, which one? I like pepperoni. Okay. Ne- Next question here I'm going to ask here. Um, favorite animal? Ooh, that's a tough one. Some form of cat, probably. Okay, he's on ball two. He is um, he's doing okay here. We're going to get into the rapid fire questions in a minute. I'm not good at pinball. His pinball skills are not that well. I mean, but he's trying. He's trying. It's a tough game to pay attention to, but I feel like you can get a hold of it once you know you try. How are you feeling about the pinball game so far? It's cool. I mean, I'm not very good at pinball. My my problem is the little flipper things. I the ball goes through the middle way too often for my liking. Are the questions distracting you? Not really. Okay, he's on He's on ball 3 now and here the questions are going to happen, okay? What is the longest river in the United States? The Mississippi River? Wrong. It is the Missouri River. Is that is that actually true? Yes, I had to google it actually. I might have to re-Google that after you're done. Okay. Oh, he has a ball lock. So anytime you get three balls locked, you get multi-ball. I'm, next. I'm gonna Google that. Next question. Pierre is the capital of what U.S. state? Pierre, huh? Is it North Dakota? Close. You were wrong on that one. You're over two. It's South Dakota. Uh, who cares? <laughs> question three. They should, they should be one state anyway. They really should, but that's a whole different story. Question three. What colors did Pokemon first come out with in Japan? Uh, red, blue, and green. Correct. So you got three correct so far. Oh, Alex just beat one of the levels on Attack from Mars. That is wonderful. Good for you, man. 597,000 on ball three. He's setting a good tone here. Yeah, this has been a good ball. Been a good ball. Third time's the time. So what the game has to offer, you have different levels, and you have to basically beat all levels. Um, right now, he's on ball four, has 618,000. And I mean, I think for a beginner, it's pretty good. 618 million. 618 million, my mistake. I'm not trying to cheat you out. Um, after, so you, out of all the questions, you got um, one out of three correct. So for each question, you're going to get... 1,000 points added onto the score. Cool. Shoot the ball if you can. Yeah, so, and then... Let's say, let's, let me, let, I'm going to check that Missouri River question, so... Okay, if you want to check the Missouri River question, you're more than welcome to. We, might, we may have a, um, a change in answer, but we'll double-check that. I Googled it. It said the Missouri River is the longest river in the United States and not um, this Mississippi, so we'll check that out, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think so far for your first time, you're doing really good. 
Um, you got one out of three questions correct. Potentially two. Any more questions? Uh, we're going to wait for the quick quotes quiz, but it's going to affect your score. And maybe I should adjust um, the questioning and the points of that, too. But at the moment, Alex did actually pretty well there. And if you get the match, you will get a uh, point bonus as well. So I took a picture of your score. Um, 856 million there, 745, 300. So we'll put that online. Cool. You set the bar, so whomever wants to uh, play next is going to have to beat your score. Or if you end up in the top five, that will be wonderful. Oh, my brother! My brother absolutely destroyed it on this game. Like he absolutely, he, my brother destroyed that. Okay, so you got one out of three correct here. Okay. Yes. So I'll figure out a point system where, and I'm gonna star the information for the Missouri River too, because I I looked at it. I think that's the correct. I answer. mean, I could be wrong. I just I always thought that the Mississippi River was like the third longest in the world. I thought it was like the Nile, then the Amazon, then the Mississippi. I don't know. I haven't taken geography in a long time. It was so. tough. But, I mean, no. you were actually really close with Pierre, though. You got the wrong Dakota. But yeah, I knew it was one of them. I'll give you half points. I'll give you okay. half points on that. Okay, um, I appreciate that. Because, I mean, you got the Dakota right. You got a Dakota right. Yeah. Same thing. And the Japan one, that was very smart with the green. Cause I don't I'm think a Pokemon a lot of people, nerd. I like Pokemon. I don't think a lot of people would have got that question. Oh, yeah, I actually knew that one. I knew that answer. Green didn't come out here in America, It never, did came, it? It never I came wish out it did. here. Yeah. Well, they had one for each of the starting three. You know, you had Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle. Could you get that volume in here? or Could you get that, the green one in here? I don't know. You might be able to get it. I'm not sure you'd be able to play it. It might be like a regional two, region two type of scenario. You know how, like, with DVDs, like, all, if you play a DVD player or a DVD and a player here in America, it has to be a region one DVD. Hmm. Anything out of that, it will not play on. That's interesting. This, yeah. Yeah. So the the next uh, set of questions for the quick quote quick quotes quiz, they're gonna affect your pinball score as well. So and let's see how well you do. There's five questions here, cool. and we're gonna have fun with this. So question or quote not question quote one. You're going to need to embrace hard because it's not easy. It's not an easy game if you're a top two payroll club. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed guess to the, guess, guess who guess said who it? Guess who said it, yes. Is this like just out of every person in the world? Out of, uh, I'll or give, just I'll the people in our this league This will be a something. baseball category. Okay. Okay. So I'll say it again. You're going to need to embrace hard because it's not easy. It's not an easy game if you're a top two payroll club. Uh, I don't know. If you, you have one guess. Brian Cashman? You're, you're on the ball there. You're close. It was Bob Nutting, the terrible owner of the Pirates. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, next category. Here, I just don't expect Bob Nutting and top two payroll clubs to be, you know, exactly, the same. Exactly. Same. And th that was from the Post-Gazette. Yeah. I guess he was quoted in saying, you know, just the bulk, the BS about him and the Pirates. But yeah. Next question here. Category is hip-hop. Cool. Rap hip-hop. Some people need to just stop thinking about everything they do and just do it. Sounds like a Nike ad. <laughs> uh, some people need to stop thinking about everything they do and just do it. I have no idea. I'll give you a clue. It's a local artist. 
is it I'm trying to think of what local artists that you would know. I'm going to say Mac. You're correct. Mac Miller said that. Okay. Yeah. He grew up very close to here. I know he did. Just a couple blocks away. Right on Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, Next question. Um, This is a Twitter. This is a tweet. So this is going to be, it's going to be tough, but I think you'll figure this out. Yeah. I'm not on Twitter. Um, So. It's from October fourteenth, two thousand twelve. Yeah, I just and I'll give I'll give yeah. you a more of a premises. Um, think more about. Might as well um, just chalk this one up as a no and move to the. I think I think you'll be able to figure this out. I'll give I'll say the quote first. Okay. I have never seen a thin person drinking diet coke, and I'll give you a clue on who said this. Okay, um, he's very um, abrasive and aggressive with his words. Hmm, that could be just about anyone, anyone of, on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Any one of a hundred million people. I've never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. I've never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. He's abrasive with his words on Twitter. He tweets a lot, too. Yeah, we can just skip this one. Do you have any guesses? Like, do you you want a, another clue here? Sure, give me one more clue. Um... People, uh, I'm trying to think of, I don't want to give this away. Yeah, don't give it away. Don't give it um, away. His net worth is more, more, isn't, he has a high net worth. Let's just say that. Okay, that narrows it down to a lot. <laughs> I don't know, Mark Cuban? No. Donald Trump said that. Uh, yeah, I have I never ha- seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why. I, I see. Why I'm just not on that. Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. I mean, I know that Donald Trump tweets like a clown on Twitter, but and it that, just there's your register that tweet clown there. Yeah, I should have known. Question four is music. Another musician. Um, more R&B and more R&B. R&B. So, and soul. Question or uh, quote four. Soul is about authenticity. Soul is about finding the things in your life that are real and pure. Real and pure. And I'll give you a um, somewhat of a clue here. Um, he's married to a um, a famous person who, a, fam- a famous lady who is a part of a TV show on, I think TBS or TNT, one of those shows. Is, is this a is this a current person? Yes, he's current. R and B person who's married to a famous lady who stars in a show on TNT. I'm pretty sure she stars on a show on TNT or TBS. And I'm gonna have to read you. say the quote again. Uh, soul is about authenticity. Soul is about the finding things in your life that are real and pure. He plays piano. That's the that's the. Oh, uh, is it John story. Legend? Good job. Yeah, you gave it away with the I piano. Probably gave yeah. it away. But you know what? After the yeah. Missouri River yeah. thing, we might yeah. have to give you the point. That's cool. Uh, last quote here. Um, Pittsburgh entered the core of my heart when I was a boy and cannot be torn out. Uh, pretty much every person who grew up in Cleveland. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> this, is actually a, this is actually one from the, this is a historical figure. Uh, Andrew Carnegie. You're right on that. BC grew up here, you know, obviously. Yeah, he um, didn't, he, he grew, he wasn't born here. He wasn't though. born here, but yeah, he grew up yeah. in the city and has major impact. Um, obviously, you know, yeah. having a town named after him. Yeah, that is true. And, yeah. Millions of museums. I mean, that's and like, libraries and what made you think of our Andrew Carnegie with that? He pretty much owned this city at one point. 
He's pretty much the the father of Pittsburgh in a modern sense. So you got you got three out of five, yeah. and that's going to be some bonus points added to your score. Yeah. So good, congratulations on that. Cool. You know, Alex, Alex, it's been a good show today. Yeah, I'm proud um, you're able to be here. Yeah, thanks Um, for having me. I appreciate everything that you've um, accomplished. And, you know, I'm going to do another shout-out to Prohibition Pastries, everyone who hasn't been there. Stop by. Reynolds, just right up the way from where we are right now. It's next uh, to the Frick Park Market where if you want to, you know, go visit Mac Miller's old, you know, stomping grounds, you can. Yeah. But... It's a great location. It's great to next to a lot of the park and take your pastries. Yeah, you can go up to the bowling green Anywhere. and sit on a bench and sit under the trees and, yeah, just <laughs> enjoy your day, you know? But, again, thank you uh, for being on the show. And uh, stay tuned next week. Um, I'll have more guests for Episode 4. Thanks again, cool. Alex. No problem. Yeah. Peace out.